Iron Skillet Sports presents The Sizzle, radio and podcast show. The Sizzle is the talk of the 219, the people's choice and the region's voice. Welcome in, everyone. Welcome in to another edition of The Sizzle. Sizzle on live remote. Yes, sir. We're out here on live remote. Told you we were going to do it, baby, for the podcast. We're doing it for you. Doing it for your crew. Yo, Jay, we're watching uh, the Bears and the Redskins. What do you think so far? Uh, This is a really bad Redskins team against a really good Bears defense. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, is running around like he's in a backyard somewhere and just heaving around having a good time because they have the Bears have also beating the uh, defense of the Redskins also they're beating the, they're beating the offense to death and they're beating the defense to death so I, I don't know this this Bears defense is great it's beating both sides of the football for the Redskins well I'm okay man you gotta you gotta give it up to Khalil Mack you gotta give it up oh, to dude, Mack. He's, he's, he's the greatest most dominant football player in the NFL right now. And okay. we're lucky. This defense is lucky to have somebody like that. Chicago's lucky to have somebody like that. Right now, they're trying to make this like this going to be – they're going to give Rich – I mean, uh, Mitchell Trubisky great numbers. Right. He's going to he's going to throw for nearly 300 yards and three touchdowns, and they're still going to open him up in the second half. They're not going to take off the uh, their foot off the throttle. The problem is going to be, is this really the true Mitchell Trubisky that we're seeing right now, or is this a manufactured Mitchell Trubisky that we're seeing right now? I don't care if it's manufactured. I don't care if he's made in a vacuum. I don't care if you put him in a bubble and call him Bubble Boy. I like it, <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's great. Dog, we got wings. Oh, we yeah. got my man Donovan brought me uh, a cherry surprise. Dude, we're doing big things. It is great. We're here chilling, enjoying ourselves, and I'm I'm, I'm loving what I'm seeing of Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, well, he looks great right now. The question is, can he do this against a good defense? This is a bad defense he's playing against right now. And I'm happy to see him. I'm happy to see him uh, toss the ball around. He's gotten accurate as the game is winning long. But I'm still not seeing Mitch fit the ball in really regular windows that he should be hitting on a regular basis. He had made two really good throws, but one down the middle there about midway through the uh, second quarter. But beyond that, though, I'm like, he needs to be putting the ball on people in stride. I really haven't seen him be able to do that yet. Right. He's taking a lot of the underneath plays that they're giving him. But really, you still got no no throws downfield, man. He's well, not stretching that defense. Well, the one, one of Taylor Gabriel uh, down on the corner was just great footwork by him. Was it, was it Taylor Gabriel? Yeah, Taylor Gabriel. Taylor Gabriel. It? it was great footwork down him. Mitch just put the ball up in a perfect spot. And he came down with that. that was a very good throw. Actually, it was a great throw, right? You couldn't ask for it better. My biggest thing with Mitch, though, is can we hit the 12, 15-yarders in stride? Right. You know, that, that's right. my biggest thing. Can, can we hit those things? If we can hit those things in stride, now this offense can really be something that they can work with later on. The issue is right now, this is just a really bad Washington defense who they're going to be fighting against each other. They're already doing that. They're, they've, they've already phoned it in. They're already on their way to Cabo. They phoned it in already? Phoned it in already. This team is bad. <laughs> How bad is it? It's bad. I mean, they're, they're, look, they played well against the Eagles. They were up 17 points. Right. The they were. Eagles, it was right? a good game. And then Carson Wentz came back and came back on them and, and, and scored, and they, and they won that ball game. Outright, I don't know how Washington lost that game. And then even against uh, Dallas, they didn't look bad. 
the issue was is that it never got out of hand, but you never thought that they were going to win it. The right. problem is today you just got a defense that's so dominant that uh, Chase Keenum is running for his life back there. I'm hoping that they have the ambulance powered up, ready to go, cooled <laughs> off, because <laughs> he's going to need two Epsom salt baths <laughs> and, and a morphine drip after this game's over with because he's just getting pounded. So the question is right now, I think you're just looking at a, a, uh, a, a great Bears defense that has been – we're going to cut that guy off. The great Bears He's cut off. <laughs> It's a great Bears defense you're looking right now who is controlling the ball game so much so that it's putting the Washington defense in a bad position because the Bears offense is always in, has great field position. So, I mean, you know, it, am I excited about it? Yeah, I'm excited to see Mitch toss the ball around the field. My biggest thing now, can he keep this going? Right. If you're wondering what will they take into the second half. I'm excited. I think they'll be able to move the ball a little bit more. They'll probably do some more run. I think if they get him out, a little play action, a little roll, I think if you get him out in space, he may be able to do something because the defense isn't blitzing. They're not attacking him. No, they're not definitely not attacking which I don't so, understand. I don't, I don't understand why they're not just blitzing Mitch right now. I don't think this offensive line has really gotten that great uh, right. over the last week. Right. And so I think if you put Mitch under duress, you can force some bad throws. So I don't know why they're sitting back. And it looks like they're sitting back in the zone a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe because they have some corners out there. I think they had some injuries uh, to their secondary. So I think they're really playing a real base look. I think that's what's going on. Because you're not, you're not seeing anybody coming blitzing off the corners. You're not seeing anybody really putting some heat on uh, Mitchell Trubisky at all. You know, I guess maybe they're waiting to the second half. Maybe Washington has a run in them, but I don't even see their specialty players. None of their players are really doing it. Nobody's standing out. Well, I haven't seen anybody stand out. AP is uh, non-existent. You're looking at the best defense in the NFL right now. This is by far the best defense in the NFL. And I want to say this might be the best defense that we've seen uh, in Chicago. You better stop your blasphemy. Stop your blasphemy, sir. Hey, I'm not going to let let, Let's go across the line now. I mean, there was nobody on that 85 team that was that was, that was uh, Khalil Mack. Nobody. I don't care who you put out there. You're there right. There was nobody there. You, I'll if, give if, you that. You, there if, was no if, Khalil Mack. If you look at these down linemen, you look at these down linemen now. You look, look, you look, you look at uh, Akeem Hicks. You, 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 you look at the nose man for the Bears. Go. If you look at these, who, who was comparable to them? Who was comparable to them at that point? You know what I'm saying? Are we, are we're saying McMichael and, and we're saying Hampton, but I want to say Hampton and McMichael were better. I mean, weren't, weren't the athletes that these guys are? Yeah, I don't know what they really were, but however they played in a style and at that time and that day and time where they were able to dominate, but right now you see a Bears defense that is just clicking on all cylinders. You know, when you just see ha-ha Clinton Dix just roaming around in the backfield, yeah. just able to play center field and just be able to play pitch and catch, yeah. I think you've got a special thing. I mean, and, and think about those guys sitting out there. That's secondary. What, what, which is the better a secondary combination that you have in football right now? I don't I don't really know of one. I mean, you got Eddie Jackson and ha-ha Clinton Dix, two guys who can roam from sideline to sideline, numbers to numbers. Right. Anything put up right there, anything put up. That's, this is the reason why Fuller – and, 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 and those guys can play the way they play. That's When Fuller jumped that route earlier and made that pickoff, 
That's because he doesn't have to worry. He doesn't have to worry about over the top. He know right. he he knows that his safeties have him over the top, and he can go and jump routes. So you're looking at a defense right now that just in about three or four different positions, which is amazing on the defense. There is there any really weakness on this team? I mean, I can't think of a weakness, a glaring weakness for the Bears. I mean, their secondary is really good. Their their linebacker crew is pretty. I mean, Trevathan is a very good linebacker. And he doesn't get mentioned at all really much on his Bears defense. Khalil Mack is just out of his mind. You know, and then Floyd, who I thought was a bust early on, um, as as tend to be he's some type of freakish type of athlete, and he's still making the plays that he's making. So it's pretty amazing what this defense looks like. I'm waiting to see now um, in the second half as they're up, I think, 21 nothing right now against the Redskins. What uh, are they going to do with this defense? Are they going to still keep unleashing this defense right now, or are they going to are they going to um, do? Oh, okay. Are they are they going to do more uh, of the same that they've been doing? I mean, is, is that what's going to happen? Well, right now we're looking at the score. We're looking at the Bears really putting, I, I think, the best offense they've had so far. I think they're putting together the best game that they've had. And, you know, right now we're looking at 28-3. to We're right at halftime. I think you're going to see a lot more of what you saw in the first half. Just a lot of ground and pound, short passes, a lot of dink and dunk. Just hopingly, Mitch gets the ball out and gets it. And let me say this. Before we even go to the second half, you know, I don't know really what pundits think about Mitch or what they expect. This is a young man who never played a high caliber of football. It wasn't like he was in a power conference. It wasn't like he came from the SEC, didn't come from the Big 12. This was a, a young man that was in the ACC and wasn't a great player then. So my question is, why move up in the draft to go get him? That's I got my, you. That's my biggest thing with this right, right now. Look, if they if Mitchell fell at the end of the first round of the draft and the Bears picked him up 23rd or 24th and four or five quarterbacks that went before him, fine, no problem. But to move up to go get this guy and you go past Deshaun Watson, you go past uh, uh, Mahomes, you go past Baker Mayfield. You go past all these people that you could have picked up to go get this guy who's the worst of the lot. You know, that's my biggest problem right now. And, and like, that's why I say I'm not getting too fired up about what we're seeing. I'm not really getting too fired up about what we're seeing right now because he's doing against a very bad defense. Right. But you got to start somewhere. Well, that's true. And we'll take the somewhere as him starting right now. But moving forward, unless we see better production out of Mitchell and unless we're able to see him get stronger in the pocket, be able to read better, because the one the one touchdown we saw, he didn't even see his man his outlet receiver was wide open. Yeah, and I really think Mitchell's getting ready to run that football. He was. And then he decided, Oh, oh, I'm, oh. I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw this thing hey, over. Hey, there's a guy here. Yeah. Nobody's yeah. covering him. Let me throw it to him. Yeah, that'd so, be really great. That, that's what I think you're getting ready to see more right now. I think they're going to fe feature him a lot more. You're going to see them throw the ball a lot right now because they know the defense has that off the Redskins offense in heel on their heels. So you're going to see Mitch air it out. Right? Okay. I think you're going to see that. I think you're going to probably try to give Mitch another 100, 150 yards this half. I really think that's what you're getting ready to see. 
But, uh, you know, I don't, I don't think they're going to go into the shell unless Mitch starts throwing interceptions. Right. If you start seeing him get picked or get nearly picked, all of a sudden they're going to go in their shell. They're just going to hand the football off and they're just going to kill the rest of the game. Well, we'll be right back after the, the half and we'll bring you the second half and tell you what our impressions are of the game as a whole. And, hey, maybe we'll get a resounding Bears victory. Bob, oh, you, sure. think, you think a 50-pointer can come up? Think of 50? No, I don't think we're going to get a 50. I think you're going to look at right now, Mitch probably got another touchdown in him. Um, and then I think after that, they're going to put the ball down. Because they got to work on this running game a little bit. Right. And right now, there's nothing better to do to, to run on a demoralized Washington Redskins defense. I think that's what's going to happen right now. Um, I think Bears going to score another touchdown, maybe another. One thing they're not going to do, I don't think you're going to see Eddie Pinero kicking kicking the ball anymore today. Yeah, I think that might be, it may be a, a, a slow night for Steady Eddie. But look, man, you're listening to The Sizzle, the podcast. We're going to be back after halftime. And hey, just keep it locked in. You know what we do. You know how we do The Sizzle. We always keep it hot, baby. We always keep it fresh. The Sizzle, the podcast. Love it. All right, all right, all right, all right. You know what it is. <laughs> what the hell? What was that? I don't know. I just felt. <laughs> I'm, I'm still feeling some kind you of You felt a little Kevin Hardish right there? I did, I did. All right, all right, all right, all right. Well, we're back. 31-15, sir. Oh, it's good night for the Bears. Good night. Defense came, showed up, showed out, put the boom fops on the team that was horrific. This team is terrible, son. The Washington's horrible. Look, man, it's I, horrible. They're, they're, they're going to win some ball game. They just didn't have a chance to win one tonight. Hey, look, that, that Bears defense, man, is just what it's all been uh, told that it's going to be. You just look at, at, at a ball club, man, that's that, that's really good. You had a good night for Mitchell Trubisky. I don't know what that means, to tell you the honest truth. <laughs> You know, you got to take that with a grain of salt, man. I mean, I just don't, I just, you know, I mean, what do you have, 240 yards or something like that tonight? Yeah, I mean, when you look at it, I don't even know if the stats really matter. I don't, I don't, in this situation, I don't think the stats matter because you're looking at a team now that was just, it was like they were going through the motions. If it weren't for that 21-point second quarter. Yeah. Um, there could have been some problems. Oh, yeah, I, I believe right now I had to, had the skins were able to convert that uh that fourth and one down there. There might have been some situations going on at this point in time. I think you're looking at uh, Mitch Trubisky. It, it, right now, I'm still I'm not really convinced that this guy's made to turn around the corner yet. I mean, tonight, I mean, you know, they're going to tout his numbers. They're going to tout that he, you know, the pass down into the end zone. But the one that got picked. You know, I mean, he's made some throws tonight that was just uh, amazingly bad. And so we're looking at this. We're still waiting for a solid outing for Mitch Trubisky. This was not a solid outing for him. Um, this was just a situation that he was just playing against a a, a not great 0-3 Washington Redskins defense. I think it's what you got. Yeah, you're looking at a Mitchell Trubisky who was 25 for 31 for 231 yards, yeah. three touchdowns, but one goal line interception. Yeah, and, and, and it made Horrific no sense. And it made no sense. Who was he throwing the ball to? At, whoever he was throwing it to, it was probably the other team's defense. Yeah, and that's exactly it was bad. right. It was, it was, that's what the whole problem is with him. He's still making poor decisions. 
we looked at uh, in the third quarter there. He, he went down the sideline, threw it into triple coverage. I mean, you know, it, it's just like he's just not making good decisions of where to put the football and, and keeping it out of harm's way. Uh, if it was not for this great defense right now, you could see the Bears could easily be 0-3 behind Mitchell Trubisky being high center. Well, if you had Taylor Gabriel in your fantasy league, you are excited. Yeah. Taylor Gabriel went for six receptions, 75 yards, went for 12.5 average. But Jake, yeah. three touchdowns. Yeah, he had a great night. He had a great night. That catch down in the end zone, man, that, that was great footwork getting, getting his feet in. He had a great night tonight. He, you know, he, he's one of those guys you've been waiting for these Bears wide receivers to break out. Um, they finally were getting a chance to catch the ball from, from Mitch, and Mitch was putting it up there for him. Now, what I'm going to tell you, what we didn't see a lot of Mitch, and I know I, it sounds like I'm poo-pooing on Mitch a lot, which I am. Uh, you didn't see him hit a lot of guys in strike. Now, he made a couple of throws that were on the money. But, I mean, really, to tell you the truth, these guys, these were jump balls that he was throwing up there. Uh, guys were coming down with him. He was getting guys slapped coming across the middle. Um, you you got to be able to stop those guys. The good quarterbacks are able to stop those guys in, in their routes, slow them down so they don't get hit like that. These guys are getting laid out. So you look at that uh, uh, situation with Mitchell Trubisky, you still can't be happy about what you saw. I mean, you, you, you saw a guy rack up some yardage and a couple of touchdowns, but that's all you really saw. I mean, even if you look at what, again, those of you who are our fantasy listeners, you know we give it to you, fantasy score hot. If you had Case Keenum, you had him, he was um, 30 for 43 with 331 yards, two TDs, oh, which is great. Oh, great night. Great night. Yeah, but three interceptions. Boy, that, that hurts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a killer. That, that, that hurts. That's a killer. Sometimes that that's a little derailer. That that, can... that, that, that's one of those things. You know, she's really cute, but her name used to be Jack. You know? Oh. <laughs> It so makes, I thought she had a really strong Adams apple. Yeah, she make, it makes you think her handshake was strong. Oh, she had a firm grip. <laughs> really strong hands. Really, really, really. Hey, speaking of fantasy. Yes, sir. Uh, gee, let's talk about this. Let's, let's talk about uh, some, uh, I think you had a little fantasy faux pas there, sir. You want to tell the people about what was going on? It wasn't a faux pas. It was a fantasy disaster. So, as you all know, our in-resident fantasy expert, uh, Richard McQuellen, we were head up this week, and I was beating the Foom Fops off, Rich, and he knows it. I have the tape to prove it. <laughs> I can go back to the transcription, but for some reason, it's no good sap sucker keeps getting the Bears defense, and um, yeah, I lost by a point and something, just like one point. Hey, we, hey, 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 I know I want to say a shout out to all the guys who came out to the remote, man, and, and we had a good time. We ate wings, and it was fun. Mooey wings. It was fun watching Greg twist and turn on every throw that Case Keenan made, hoping somehow or another, because all he really needed, he needed like a 15 yard uh, catch uh, completion from Case Keenum, and I think he ended the game with a, with a sack. And uh, I think that put it right over the top. So, hey, look, I don't know about you guys. We All the guys here at the table, we had a good time laughing with Greg. And I, I want to shout out to all those guys who came out. And uh, Joy, we had, a, you know, we, we had our, went out a table full of guys, and, and we enjoyed the guys coming out. And we're going to try to do this thing again in a couple of weeks, man. But uh, that that was that was some fun right there. Yeah, well, 
Glad it was good for you. I'm glad <laughs> it was entertainment for you, my friend. But it was entertaining to see a Bears win. I have yeah, to without say, doubt, without doubt. To see a Bears victory when you just you're just hoping Mitch doesn't lose the game. Well, yeah, that, and that's the funny part about this. As you were watching this game, mm-hmm. it was again was please, Mitch, don't throw an interception. Right. That's you're just saying <laughs> please don't don't lose the game. Yeah, and, and that's the scary part, especially with this type of defense, man. I mean, right. You know that you're looking at. Uh, a defense, a, a really a defense of all time, possibly here for the Bears, that could really turn a game for you. And all of a sudden, they're put in a position tonight where, where they start getting. I think they play. They were playing a little softer. I think you saw Hakeem Hicks. He left the game early. I think you saw him resting that defensive line a little bit, uh, which I think they need to do uh, down the line. These guys kids can't keep playing at the pace that they're playing, yeah. uh, night in yeah. and night out. You're right. There was no reason. The only thing, only thing to do now is win the ball game. Is not to shut everybody out. Right. So I think that's what Chuck Pagano was really trying to do. Hey, we're going to play a little bend, don't break type of defense. We don't need you to shut people down right now. I think that's what you saw. Right. And I think from this point on, I think that's what you're going to see down the line. These guys starting to get rest later on, and, the, and these backups are going to start playing uh, defensively for the Bears. You know, I, I saw Leonard Floyd go down on one knee. You saw some players go in and out. Bilal Nichols was out. So you didn't want to get anybody hurt. Right. And really, to tell you the truth, if I hadn't been head up with Rich in fantasy, I probably could have enjoyed the game a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, you were hilarious. <laughs> but, no, I mean, it, it just – when you got a player like Akeem Hicks and you've got Khalil Mack, you have a chance every time. Oh, without a doubt, without a doubt. With every time you step on that field, you've got victory there. But, I, dude, I, bruh, this thing with, with uh, Twitchy Mitchy, it's like it's getting worse. It's not getting better. And, and, and the thing about this is that if Mitchell does not progress and get better as the season comes along, you're looking at a downturn for the next three years right. for the Bears. Right. Mitch has to come through. I mean, this defense is only going to last uh, another year, year and a half, maybe two years. That's it. At some point in time, guys are going to want to get paid. God forbid injuries come in and bite you. you. You only have these defenses for so long. And so right now, for this Super Bowl push, if we can get Mitch playing average quarterback, I think the Bears are going to be in good shape. Because just like you saw tonight, they put up some numbers, and if Mitch could get us a couple of touchdowns and not throw the ball to the other team, right. Uh, we'll, right. We'll, we'll be okay. But, okay, you can't make a turnover on the goal line. I, anywhere else. Anywhere right. else on the field. Right. Well, I, You can't do it on a drive going in. Well, what I didn't understand, too, was a naggy call. I think it was early in the first, first quarter, uh, if I'm right about this. Why is he throwing the ball oh, gosh. down on the goal oh. line in his own end zone and, and he's and he's up? I don't oh, understand baby, that. It was why, a disaster. It should have been a touchback. But why why aren't we running the football at that point? I you know, I I have no concept of what was going on at that point. Yeah, it, it just I I mean, so I don't understand Nagy as a play caller right now. Why aren't we just putting the ball in the belly of your running backs? Let's push it out a little bit, let's punt it to get it away. And here's the other part about it. Why is uh Eddie Money the place kicker out here kicking with the bad knee. I don't understand this. Yo, when you got Panera out there trying to kick um, a 40-yarder, a 35-yarder, and he's got a thigh issue, uh, you really think that's a good idea? Right, and I think we were up three touchdowns at that right. point. Right. You know, at, at this point in time, punt the football down there, let your defense go out and play. Okay. You got to you gotta really, you got a kicker finally. Yes. 
you know, and now you got him out there kicking with the bad knee. You know, so he, he's gonna look like Greg Olson did. That was a couple of weeks ago. He's gonna be he's gonna be out there kicking with a walker. Oh my god, that was the slowest catch I had ever seen. Yeah. So. And, and man, shout out to to my man. I look, I still want him as the Bears tight end. I'm gonna tell you now. I'll take Greg Olson anytime, any way, any shape, form, fashion. You give me Greg Olson, he's on my Bears team. What you mean, Adam Shaheen just isn't doing it for you right now? Adam Shaheen isn't doing it for himself right now. <laughs> Jay is horrific. It's horrific. How many times did Trey Burton take the wrong angle? Instead of going right, he went left. And then it's like, no, don't go that way. Wait, I, and I tell you the funny part. Every time uh, Adam Shaheen gets hit, it looks like he's not going to get back up. Yes, it looks like he <laughs> just got killed. Looks like paramedics need to be called immediately. Oh, it's, it's bad. It's bad. I, so, I mean, this is real bad. I'm, I don't know, Jay. What is there a remedy for this, this offense? The remedy for this offense, I still believe, you got to put the ball in the belly. You looked at uh, Montgomery. Look good. Now I'm gonna tell you what I don't like about Montgomery, and I know I, I, I'm I'm the I'm the uh, purveyor of doom. I know that at times, but what I don't like that Montgomery does, Montgomery does not hit it up in the hole. Uh, Montgomery's always looking to bounce outside. I would love to see him just take it up in the hole, get get me the two or three yards, then do that jump cut and get out of there. Sometimes you see him coming there dancing a little bit like Le'Veon Bell, and then he bounced. Like he had a run today that then he bounced outside like that. But you can't play that type of uh, offensive scheme in the NFL because you're going to get you're going to get blasted. Yeah. And um, you look at a David Montgomery who had 13 carries for 67 yards. But here's the one that gets me: Tariq Cohen. Yeah. Four carries, negative two yards. Well, here's the thing about Tariq. Tariq is your gadget guy. Right. If you're playing him in fantasy right now, you shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> you, you shouldn't play him. In, you should not play him in fantasy right now. No because no what's, what's going on with Tariq is that they put Tariq out there and the defense has to adjust right. because Tariq's out there. Right. The mere fact is they, don't, they can't run. Tariq's golden era was when he first came into the league because everybody was trying to find him. Mm-hmm. Now everybody knows who Tariq Cohen is. When he comes in, they got a package for him. And so you're looking at a Tariq Cohen right now who I don't think fantasy-wise is going to give you any numbers. I mean, you might get eight, nine fantasy points, ten, but you're not going to get that big explosion like you think you're going to get. I don't know if you're going to get that big explosion from anybody off the Bears offense at all. At least I don't see it. You know, that's a good question. I was going to ask you that earlier. But now that we're talking about it, let's talk about – is anybody on the Bears worth having as an offensive threat or, or just an offensive player for fantasy right okay, now? Man, let me pose a question to you. I hate to, I hate to answer a question, but what a question. That's okay. Who's the number one wide receiver for the Bears right now? Well, it is – it's supposed to be Allen Robinson. Right. Because he's he sees the majority of, of the touches. He sees everything. His targets are there. He was targeted six times a day for 60 yards, uh, but I'm not I'm not laying any odds on Allen Robbins. Well, here's the thing about it is, is that you're not getting consistent enough targets because Mitch has not been a consistent enough quarterback. Right. Look, until you see Mitchell Trubisky actually able to hit people in stride, actually able to hit wide open. Now he did a couple times a day. Don't get it. Don't. He had made a couple of really good throws today. But, however, this was against a defense that was sort of deflated. So you're looking at, can Mitch do this against a good defense? Can he do it under duress? That's right. the biggest thing. 
if he can do it on a consistent basis. That's why right now, playing any of these guys in fantasy, I got Robinson sitting on my bench right now because you don't know what you're going to get. And uh, that, that's the biggest problem with fantasy. We have inconsistent quarterbacks. If you don't know if you're going to have an explosion, you don't. You know. You know. Is a was a Taylor Gabriel? He had three touchdowns today. Yes. Did anybody think he was going to have three touchdowns? No. Today? No. Unless you were playing him in daily, and you just picked him up today, and you needed a cheap receiving option, you got a boost. You probably won your daily fantasy. But I'm telling you right now, in a lot of leagues right now, nobody had Taylor Gabriel. No. No. No, in fact, uh, the last I looked uh, last week, he was available in about 89% of the league. And now here's the funny part about it. People are going to pick him up now. Yeah. And you're going to get a two out of him. Oh, yeah. If you get that. You know. He might not play next week. Right, because it's not going to be consistent. And that's the biggest problem about uh, a situation with a quarterback like this uh, in this type of offense. You just don't know what you're going to get. Look, we were the happiest when we saw the Bears – uh, go uh, go back with an interception and score. Yes. Said, okay. Yes. Now we're up. We're, we're, we're we think the Bears defense is going. And and, but right. this is isn't this the same thing we were talking about last year? Yeah. I mean that's how they got to where they were last year. Yeah. So I mean it, it's it's a real gnarly situation. I can't think of another word for it. It just don't make no sense right now. Uh, what's, what's that happening? was a lot of you, uh, uses to double negatives there. That was it, a lot, look, sir. I'm, I'm double negative, negatively negative. Because, <laughs> because I just think Woo! this is going to be a waste of this defense if they don't get this offense turned around, um, that it could be consistent. Which doesn't this def- doesn't this Bears team remind you of those Brian Urlacher teams? Great defense. So-so offense. But who was, who was the quarterback during that period of time? Oh, my God. There were so many. And that's so that's many, the problem. Bro. We don't have so many right now. We got Mitchell Trubisky. That's who we Can got. Can I take the field? Dude, okay, let's ask. You you want uh, for the Bears? Well, Chase Daniels, if something happens to Mitch, guess who becomes your next quarterback? Again. So, uh, you want to take <laughs> – do you really want Chase Daniels in there over Mitch? No. I don't think so. So here's the whole problem about. No, I don't. Not at all, sir. No, no. So you, no. you don't have anybody else coming. Right. Mitch is your guy. There's um, no help. They moved up to go get Mitch. They passed up on Deshaun Watson, Patrick yes. Mahomes. Yes. Uh, was it Baker Mayfield? Yes. Uh, who else did they pass up on? Somebody. Oh, Minsu. Minsu. You know, it sounds sound like a really great dish at the Chinese restaurant. <laughs> I have some Minsu, please. With some hot chili peppers. You know, you know what? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. You're not gonna be that disrespectful. Look, hey, hey, I'm gonna tell you right now. Uh, he looked great. Uh, uh, he looked great. Let's see if he can do it twice in a row. Well, he is. He's the gym of Jacksonville right now. But anybody can be that, can he? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I'm so tired now. I have no idea what that possibly means. I know. But I do know this, man. I think it was a good game, a good win for the Bears. That's all I can say. I, I take them however they come right now. Hey, look, any W is good. Any W is good. Right. We know we know this is what this is going to look like. Right. Only thing we want Mitchell to do is just don't give the game away. Right. Don't throw in the triple coverage. Uh, don't throw interceptions unnecessarily. That's the biggest thing that we need not to do. If we can keep this defense healthy if we cannot go out here and hurt our kicker right 
you know, I don't know why this guy was kicking tonight. But if we he could not hurt, either. if we could not hurt our kicker, then we got an opportunity to be ready for the playoffs. Right. But I'm telling you right now, I don't understand that pass with Mitch down there in the end zone. I don't understand that at all. I don't understand what Nagy's thinking about at that point in time. I think he's one of these guys who's too smart for his own good. Right. I'll give you that. I think he tries to out-scheme himself yeah. in trying to out-scheme the opposition, in, and it just it goes bad. But look, Jay, man, I know it's getting late. We just want to jump on, give our listeners something to, to really digest over yeah. a few days. And Yo, it's fastly approaching. You know what's getting ready to come up, man. What's that, bro? Oh, bro. Bro, we getting ready to hit you Thursday. They keep coming. They keep coming. I know. We're hitting you with the sizzle playbook. Yeah. Getting you ready for next week. You know, man, I, I, one thing I love about the playbook, man, it's always so much fun because everything's always moving in the NFL, especially yes. when you're dealing with fantasy. Yeah. You've got uh, injuries all over the place. Right. You've got, uh, you got new people coming in coming out right. of nowhere. Just and so you got all, nowhere, you, all you, these guys. you got all this fun happening in the NFL. And that's what that's what keeps uh, football fun is when you're playing fantasy, and it makes you pay attention to all the games mm-hmm. because you never know you're rooting for your guy, you're rooting against the defense, you're rooting for the offense. So it, it's it's a lot of fun. Oh, and we probably need to talk about your boy, AB. Probably talk about him on Thursday on the next episode. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 look, AB AB is hilarious. Uh, you never know what you're going to get. I, he needs his own sitcom, I think. I think it would be good. Oh. A, a, B, and Friends. <laughs> I think he should call. Is that your new job? That's my, hey, I'm, you know, I'm the super I'm the Super, super agent. agent. I'm okay. the super agent. Super I'm a, agent. I'm going to get him. It's going to be A, B, and Friends, and we're going to be him and Steve Harvey, and we're going to have Donald Trump producing it. It's going to be right. great. On that note, <laughs> we're getting ready to get out of here. Look, you know, you can find us online, too, if you look for us. On 1370WLTH.com, you can find us on live stream when we do the Sizzle, the radio show. Every Friday, dog, we're there. All you got to do, catch us. Facebook Live, we're there. If you're trying to look for us on Messenger, you can find us. We're there, the Sizzle group. Look, man, we are the Sizzle. You know how we do. We bring it to you hot. We bring it to you fresh. We give you the take that nobody else gives you because nobody else can bring it as hot as we are because we are the sizzle listen till next time pursue your peace and know what your purpose is in life and always 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 live your truth so we'll catch you on the next episode we'll talk to you soon see you soon and by that time maybe ab will have a new job (laughs) no you're fired (laughs) man we out of here let's go Iron Skillet Sports presents The Sizzle, Talk of 219, hosted by Gregory B. Lewis and J. Kevin Thomas. Iron Skillet Sports presents The Sizzle, Talk of the 219, hosted by Gregory B. Lewis and J. Kevin Thomas, Fridays, 6 to 7 p.m. on WLTH 1370 AM, 92.7 FM, the voice of the region. Thank you for listening to another edition of Iron Skillet Sports presentation of The Sizzle. 
And remember, it's all fizzle if it don't sizzle, baby.